Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast, the world's premier weekly look at the big pop culture things happening each week. I'm Joy. I'm Boyd Hilton, by the way. I forget to introduce myself. That's who I am. You're really tanned, Boyd. Am I? Mm. You, well, I've just come back from Barcelona. Mm. Yeah. It's good to yeah. have you back safe and Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and I'm, those voices you hear are the delightful tones of Kay Ribeiro and Stephanie Seelan, two of my very, very most cherished colleagues where I work at Heat And magazine. friends. Aww. Yeah, and friends. Best friends? Best, greatest friends, best friends. <laughs> Um, this week, uh, I am back from Barcelona. I got back quite late last night, just when I'm recording this, listeners. And so I'm a little, a little jet lagged, obviously, because it's only an hour in difference in time. He's very grouchy. But I'm a bit tired. I'm not grouchy. You keep saying I'm grouchy. Like, oh, listeners. Come on, listen. The reason Steph's saying I'm grouchy is because we have a disagreement over this week's episode of Game of Thrones that I think we'll probably cover in the opening stuff we've been watching section of the podcast. There's a difference between being grouchy and being bad mood and just disagreeing with you about Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is, but you're being grouchy. You're I'm being not. very grouchy I'm about it. I'm very happy about it. The pogs will decide. People on the ground, our listeners. Um, anyway, the big things we just—it's a huge week actually in television. I know we do TV shows every week, but this week is the st- effectively it's the start of the autumn TV season, which might seem a bit weird because we're still in August. But the huge shows start this week, and we've got four of them to discuss. We've got the new series of the Great British Bake Off. Woo! Yes, I think it does deserve a woohoo. It really does. The big move to Channel Four—it's happening next Tuesday at eight o'clock. You can all watch it. We've all seen it. And, and we'll be discussing in it. In a no-holds-barred manner. <laughs> There's the series two of what I think was a huge hit for ITV, um, Victoria, uh, about, of course, Queen Victoria mm-hmm. and her husband, Albert, who speaks in a yeah. slight <laughs> German accent like that. And That's he, very he's good. It's like yeah. he's in the room. I was thinking of doing the whole podcast with, like, Albert, <laughs> accent of Albert, like, played by Tom Hughes, slightly whispering German. This is a real habit. I like, I do like, it goes, Toya, yeah, Toya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been talking about that later. Of course, he's, he's so like, hot. Yeah, he's like, but he has hot. got a funny German accent. Even with the accent. I think he's hotter with the accent. So it's that. Celebrity Island with Bear Grylls. That's back, I think it's the third series of this uh, no. particular, I think so, format. Yeah, where Bear stands there doing links and then lots of lots of famous people oh. um, gather on the island. And it, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it. It's harsh. It's a harsh regime, isn't it, Kay? Mm, yeah. Very harsh. There's a lot to say about that. And finally, another huge show, Strike, which is the TV adaptation of the Cormoran Strike novels, I'm banging the table, written by J.K. Rowling as... Kenneth, uh, not Kenneth, Robert Galbraith. Who's Kenneth Galbraith? Um, Robert Galbraith. Um, so these were these, these. The first novel came out. She actually wrote it under the pen name of Robert Galbraith. She didn't tell anyone. But everyone thought it was brilliant. Everyone thought it was good. I mean, only got a few little smashing reviews because it was a, just mm. another small crime novel that came out. And then, like months later, it was revealed it was her, and everyone mm. suddenly went mental and said they're really good. And they, and they are really good. I've do you think them. she just told one person and they were like, "Oh, I'll just tell one person"? No, I know then... how it came out. Oh, actually. do you? Well, I researched this because I was oh. quite interested in it. And apparently, so Indian Night at the Times had um, tweeted about this novel being really good, and then someone had tweeted her. Lady tweeted said, "Oh, do you know it's J.K." Um, Rowling. Rowling? Rowling. 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 And um, it turns out, and then there was speculation whether this lady was actually another kind of, was actually J.K. Rowling writing, you know, yeah. Twitter account. It all blew into this, like, uh, hoo-ha. Yeah. And actually turns out that that lady was married to an associate of J.K. Rowling's um, law firm and got in a lot of trouble. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Okay. J.K. Firstly, Rowling's got a law firm? No, no. As oh, in, like, I see. The her, lawyers are representing her yeah, in yeah, her exactly. many cases against uh, newspapers. Wow. Yeah. So Joe Rowe probably doesn't speak to them anymore. She's probably really cross. No, there was like, you know, there was a whole hoo-ha oh, about, you know, because that's obviously very private Yeah, matter. yeah. I should, probably should have asked about this in the screening I hosted of this show. Uh, Anytime you need me to do your research, wow. I'm available. At London's yeah. London's BFI. <laughs> South Bank. <laughs> anyway, that was a good story. Kay's shaking her head. I'm very so impressed that I asked a question and you knew the answer immediately. Okay. Well, so don't be so surprised. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm shocked to my very core. Case full of knowledge. No, I, I know. Thanks, Boydo. Yeah. I was... Oh, oh Jay, so divide was, and conquer. Oh, my... Oh. <laughs> you know what? In this I early stage. <laughs> Shall we start? I mean, I was going to... So in, in the What We've Been Watching section, where we talk about other stuff that we've been watching in, in the last few weeks or so, or week or so, really, uh, I was going to mention um, Game of Thrones anyway. So this is the episode. This oh, is the penultimate right. episode, right? Where, um, just going to limber up for this. Yeah, limber up, get limber. This is this was famously leaked, leaked. It was on leaked. the internet. Oh, in by Spain. the Spanish people. No, everywhere. 
Was it, were they Spanish? Yeah, it was Spanish. Oh, yeah, was they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even realise that. Oh god, I'm using hoo-ha a lot, but it wasn't hullabaloo, maybe. <laughs> um, and, so they're, and they're trying to, so they're trying to get um, money from HBO and everything. These dodgy, dodgy leaking people, dodgy people. Are they HBO? Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Are they, why, why are they trying to get money from them? Well, it's so, a big hacking so we'll thing. That's it. what they do. Tr- oh, they... once it's out there, someone sends it to their friend, and they send it to their friend, yeah. and then these things happen. Right. What can you do? Well, the, so on on the internet, as soon as it leaks, people go. For, I my theory is that when something is people get to watch something really early, like illicitly. They get slightly overexcited. And people were posting on Twitter and social media, this is the greatest episode ever. It's in my top one of all time, this and the other. And my, I'm putting it on the table, putting my cards on the table. I enjoyed it very much. I mean, I've loved this series. I think it's brilliantly exciting, incredibly fast-moving, action-packed. And this wasn't a very action-packed episode. Lots of characters watch it, dragon, dragons and yeah, fighting dragons, and battles. Eggs. And, and that and that. And that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was anywhere near being one of the greatest episodes of all time. I just thought it was Ooh. a really good, action, very spectacular. But for me, I love Game of Thrones for its mm-hmm, characters mm-hmm. Okay. and for its kind of political machinations and kind of, you know, what mm-hmm. it says about mm-hmm. power and the nature of that and ambition and all that. And for me, this was very exciting dragon stuff and fighting, lots of fighting of White Walkers, which are these kind of zombie-like ghost things. Mm. And, and uh, But... It didn't. It didn't feature the greatest character of course, called Cersei. So, for all these reasons, mm-hmm. it was not up there for me. But I, I Boyd, get the feeling that for you, it was up Boyd, there, Stephanie. Let me just take look, take a little bit of time to tell you why you're so wrong about that. Okay. okay. All opinions are right. Come on. Should we do a Boyd. spoiler alert? If you haven't, so this is going out Tuesday. And, and, of course, this went out on Sky last night and now TV. But all Game of Thrones people would have, have either it, watched yeah, the leak true. one You're or right. would have watched You're it, right. stayed yeah. up or watched I just, it. You know, I just don't want to be paranoid about spoiling it, but we are going to discuss plot okay. points. Okay, we are going to discuss... Right, uh, we've been waiting all season long to find out where the White Walkers are, okay? And we find out where, we find out where they are. And not only that, not only that, Daenerys Stormborn comes in and saves... Jon Snow, because she loves him so much when he's just I mean, yeah, about to Yeah, she only met him a few weeks ago. <laughs> Carry on. Listen. Carry on. As soon as I... I knew known you for about three days and I knew we'd be in love forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she rescues... She rescues him. Not only that, one of the greatest moments is that Daenerys Storm does an incredible outfit change. When she goes out to get on her dragon, she was wearing, like, this amazing, like, I'm ready for the ice battle robe. And then she goes... And then she... She puts fire around all those all those terrible people, and then she well, rescues the, the dragon. John. Did yeah, and then she rescues them all. God, well, so high there. First, you went really high, and let me just create you on a couple of points. Oh, oh no! She, oh, no, she of course don't. didn't God. manage to rescue John Snow at all because he fell in the sea and had to be rescued by someone. Yeah, she came along in the nick of time yeah, right at the his end. Uncle, that was yeah, his stupid. That she was res- lucky. He told her listen, to go. Listen, he oh. told her to go. Can I just quickly interject and say one thing? We have had some feedback from one of our super pogs. Oh, yeah. And he was slightly concerned about the level of, you know, arguing, you know, sometimes our disagreement. And he was worried for us. Was and it he said Torres? It was a pog, I, w- I won't name, because oh. I don't want any kind of reprisals. But <laughs> no, is, we're, we're, he was concerned and we th- said we needed a group pog. So I'm just... We're being civilised. Yeah, but he's okay. wrong about this. This is the thing, because I... Listen, okay, well, everybody I tried, I've spoken I to you loves this episode. When you say he, you mean me? Yeah, you're oh. wrong, because you're wrong. <laughs> I'm here. Who he? Who he? He void. Right. <laughs> Boyd, it was so exciting. I was actually, I honestly, after I watched it, I actually felt physically sick. So I was so excited by it. <laughs> no, I really did. It was so Again, amazing. I don't Boyd want to actually slapped the, his own head. I don't want to label, <laughs> I did just slap my own head. I don't want to label the point huh? too much, but we've already seen a big dragon saving the but day not, scene two weeks ago. But not north of the wall. So what? I mean, all right. I'm, I'm, I was excited to see the White Walkers north of the wall and <laughs> and the dragons arriving. The thing is, right, because well, no, the way I, you're saying it just makes it sound boring. Let me, let me just make this point. Let me just make this point. Surely you must admit. I mean, it was exciting. If in terms of spectacle, I'm, I'm with spectacle, you. Spectacle. That's right. what I want from Game so of Thrones. One of oh, okay. Well, I think we just have different experts. It was one of the most spectacular episodes. I think we'll but have not, to agree to disagree. But no, not, we will the, not. Sorry, Kay. This is boring for you if you haven't if you don't watch no, it. I'm, but I've got, got to make this point. Is that. It, the plot wise, it's just gone completely haywire. It has. She, right. They went well, I have to a kidnap a White Walker. Go on then. For, yeah, they went to kidnap a White Walker to yeah. show Cersei, who's not going to give a flying shit, by the way. Well, she is because Language. that's what's coming she to get her. She'll she realise that there's a. Oh. She's too I arrogant. Don't know what She's too arrogant. Thinks. Anyway. But my main point is just one of many ludicrous moments. I've already mentioned the arrival of, of the uncle to save him at the end. But the fact that the white... Hey, two things. One, the, the army of thousands of white walkers, these walking zombie things, Kay, 
undead zombie walking things mm. suddenly just stop because they think they might have fallen into the ice. Right, there's thousands of them attacking seven, seven people. Yeah, but that's because our they gang can't of seven. In the water. And they just, who knows what the rules are? I mean, they're just random rules. They're just all standing there. It was preposterous. And then the, the final indignity of the storyline of of the plot. Where did they get the chains from to drag the dragon up, the dead dragon, from the sea to turn into a white walking dragon, which is what's going to happen? Where did they get this massive chains from? Seriously, you're asking me in a programme about dragons and undead people where they got chains. That's the thing that's really concerning you, where they got the chains from. Yeah, because I just think it's lost all all, um, plot. Oh credibility. I, uh, it All was right. a spectacle and it was amazing. And we'll please, agree. No, 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 no. Get on the Twitter, people, because I want to know. I want to know what you think. I thought this was an amazing episode. And please let me know if you too felt physically sick. <laughs> I didn't. Feel, I feel physically sick mainly because I had too much to drink the night before in, oh, okay. in Barcelona. Um, it was not in my top ten episodes. If you do want to communicate with us, oh yeah, at, at Boyd Hilton, that's me. If you agree with me that it was just oh, it's uh, a, poll. a perfectly, a perfectly <laughs> decent episode. It was or tweet at Steph Seelan if you think it's the greatest thing ever and you had to be sick because it, it was so exciting. No, and if you don't watch Game of Thrones... If you don't get a flying damn, then K- at Kerry Barrow and say, why are they bothering oh with God, Game I of really, Thrones? I'm going to get you to watch this episode. And as an isolated episode on its own, Kay, you will, you will end up going, what a spectacle. <laughs> Let's move and on. And then vomit. Kay, what have you been watching away from this preposterousness of zombies and dragons <laughs> and... Okay, well, one, one, of, one of the things I've been watching is ridiculous because I, I spent some time with my mum over the weekend and as you, Boyd, know, she's an avid catchphrase watcher. <laughs> now- <laughs> Wait a minute, are we really going? Are we going from, well, I think we're going from Game of Thrones to <laughs> yeah. that rhyming game Seamless. show. Seamless. Oh, I can't wait. No, no, oh. not the rhyming game show. Oh. Actual catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm bringing it up. Because oh, last week, if anyone listened, we talked about Len Goodman's um, Partners in Rhyme and said it's very similar to Catchphrase, the classic show. Yeah. Um, my mum hasn't moved on past that. That show so she's still watching it but I wanted to tell you about it because the week before we'd talked about Street Mate and there was a girl on there a Welsh girl who's very into dinosaurs I don't know if anyone remembers that of course. Right. well yeah. turns she's out she's a serial um, contestant <gasps> on shows no. she was no. on Catchphrase oh, oh my god, god. I know interesting you've re- right you've, re- you've united us in shock wow. exactly and, really and, a, and shock. a little bit awe I, I walked in I walked in my mum's on her 50th episode I was like that woman looks familiar <laughs> oh my god and yeah it was her so wow. anyway that was just something to mention. You, so really what you're saying is that show is still better than the uh, Len Goodman's Partners in Rhyme, which is its... Oh, goes without oh. saying, boy, yeah. though. Goes without saying. It's got a proper host. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. I'm going back boy, to last you week's argument. you are really gunning, gunning for me we this We should week. probably say, shouldn't we? Because I, in my, um, I wrote about Len Goodman not being particularly good. I love him as a human being, don't get me wrong, but not being a professional host. And I think, you know, we should mention the sad death of Sir Bruce Forsyth, oh, of course. Oh, yeah. um, Bruce. The greatest R.I.P. ever. The greatest. TV host. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Steph, what have Wait, you been watching? Whoa, oh, whoa, sorry, whoa, there's more. Sorry. There's more. Oh, not, just, not just catchphrase. Not just catchphrase. No. Oh, I mean. Oh. catchphrase. That I was mean, just a fun addendum. Apologies. Oh, sorry. apologies. Yeah, there's, a, there's a list. Yeah. You can see at least I wanna, four things on no, there. No, I want to tell you about I Know Who You Are, which is this BBC4 Spanish legal drama, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which is fantastic, <laughs> and I got really into it. Um, it's about a hotshot lawyer who's accused of um, abducting and murdering his niece, and um, he, suffer, he has this terrible accident and has amne- supposedly has amnesia, and it's whether he can prove his innocence or not. And it's fantastic. So is, it, yeah, it, is it a show you have to read? Also it is a reading subtitles. show, yeah, it's got subtitles. But you speak Spanish, don't you? No, Kay speaks Spanish. I thought you did as well. Why would I speak Spanish? How can you fall out over that? I yeah. speak Spanish. No, yeah. I, think I think she's in a bad mood. She's taking <laughs> everything. Anyway, I'm taking offence to the not. idea I might, I think you might speak Spanish. <laughs> okay, listen. I'm taking offence to the fact that you don't know me well enough to know that I don't speak Spanish. Oh, and we've been okay. friends right. for like 15 billion years. Do you know years. what I'm interested in? When have I ever, spo- have I ever spoken Spanish oh, to you? Hey, listen. <laughs> Do you know what I'm really interested in? No. What, what have you been watching, Steph? Thanks, Kate. Wow. Anyway, we should say that, that <laughs> series. No, I'm just what I'm just pointing out. It's on Saturday nights on BBC Four. I'm just yeah, that's true. Just, and it's you know what? But the only annoying thing about me mentioning this is that it's it's leaving iPlayer soon. So you know, well, quick. Yeah, right. Watch the buddy soon. thing and I play it. Well, let's just say I I dipped in at series um, episode three because one and two had already gone. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, still you're enjoying it, so it's worth checking. Oh my out. god, it's it's brilliant. Apart from um, the mediocre Game of Thrones episode, <laughs> what else? <laughs> He's goading me, guys. He really uh, is. It's a goad. <laughs> right. I watched this amazing documentary on the Netflix. I, I told Boyd about it this morning. It's called and I, I remembered you told me. <laughs> so I'm not going to now say, claim that I've discovered it on Netflix, it's which called... is what I did last week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's called I Called Him Morgan. It's about a jazz trumpeter called Lee Morgan. 
Kay's laughing in the She's way. She's not laughed. I'm taking this seriously now. It's about a jazz trumpeter called Lee Morgan and his wife. Okay. That's some amazing archive interview footage, and it's all about basically his life, and he kind of succumbs to heroin addiction, and then his wife. This I'm laughing; it's not funny. His wife no. shoots him. <laughs> oh my god! You are. I mean, apologies, but you are laughing no, through this description. That is of it's incredible, and if you love jazz, you made me laugh as well. It's a it's a really really amazing documentary. What if you don't like jazz? You'd still like this because okay. it's a very interesting story. Who doesn't like jazz? Oh my god, you and me are like what's happening? I can't stand jazz. I think it's really boring. Okay, jazz. so oh, listen, hey Boyd, what have you been watching? You already. I mean, you're, you're, we're not She's moving us out. on. Yeah, I'm we, just we the UN here. I'm literally just oh, eyes Do you know what I am also watching? Are you, is there any of you watching How to Get Away with Murder? No, series. I really want to really catch up. Good. I watched episode one. I liked it. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's really, really good. Yeah, it's a great show. Oh, yeah. and also, do you oh. know what else I'm watching? I'm so sorry. This is not just about what Steph's watching, but the current series of Ballers. Boy, just did a look at <laughs> pretend look at his watch. Current series ballers, of Ballers yeah, of is incredible. Yeah. Anyway, with Boyd. the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like Ballers? I just wanted to quick, very quickly mention what a film. Because Detroit is out this week. <gasps> John Boyega. Yeah, down on Friday. And I think it's one of the films of the year. So I just wanted to mention to it, it stars John Boyega um, and Will Poulter. Will Poulter. Oh, John Boyega's doing it. a lot of the press for it. It's natural because he's Star Wars. is a huge star. But Will Poulter is incredible in it. Terrifying is this racist cop. It's set in, in 1967 based on an actual incident when there were loads of riots happening in the South in America. And um, there was this real incident where this in a motel, someone shot a fake gun, just like a toy gun mm. and that and the, that was the excuse used by the racist police oh, in, a, in, in the city to terrorise this group of black people in this motel <sighs> along with a couple of white females that they were just having oh. fun with and it's and it's based on a real incident and it's relentlessly terrifying and unbelievably scary but brilliantly done absolutely Catherine Bigelow directed it you know, oh, I love brilliant Catherine Bigelow. point break and lots yeah. of the Hurt Locker um, it's just a really, really great film. But the main kind of thing for me, like in terms of the acting, Will Porter, who is really funny mm. in a lot of most of the stuff he does, is absolutely horrendously horrifying as this mm. racist Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy, yeah. Ooh. I think he'll get Oscar nominated, yeah. Yeah, Kay's oh. looking at me like I'm mad for recommending it. I mean, no, it's, no, no, not just boring. It's distressing. I was, no, I was thinking, mm. God, it's so yeah. it's, it's depressing how relevant it is now. Yeah, and, it, and of course, it's got with Black Lives Matter and everything. Mm. It's kind of like you know. This has always been an issue. Mm. And now going back to well, it has always been an issue. <laughs> it has always been an issue really in America, has. yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's a must-see film. Oh. Moving on, though, um, couldn't be a greater contrast between Detroit <laughs> and The Great British Bake Off is back on Channel 4 oh. on Woo-hoo. Tuesday. We've now, all seen it. Yeah. In, in Heat, by the way, in the new issue of Heat magazine, which is where we all work, um, out today, Kay is masterminded, or can only be described, as an epic 10-page Special. Oh, Some people might say it's all you need to know. All you need to know yep. about the new, brand new series of Baker with the new judges, the new presenters, and of course, the new bakers. Yeah. But can I just say, right, that obviously we know everyone was very upset when it moved from BBC. And then Kay went on set, didn't she? And she came back in, she came into conference, she was like, don't worry, guys, this is all going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you met the you met so everyone, I went, didn't you? you I went, went down to the tent. The so tent, the things yeah. you need to know, just top line, same theme tune, same tent, same location, um, same challenges, or, or different challenges, but same like technical bake, they bake um, cakes. signature bake. Yeah, they bake. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of baking and yeah. flour involved. Yeah. Same um, presenters. Same. Uh, no, I'm joking. No, not the same uh, presenters. But the point is, is that it's very much the same look and feel for me. So when I went down, I was very reassured because I'm a big. Um, Bake Off fan and I thought great and then I got chats with um, Sandy Toxvig and Noel Fielding and also Preleith who's the new so Toxvig and Fielding are the new Mel and Sue they're the presenters they've been thrown together Mm -hmm. as the presenters of this show I'm I'm just saying Mm. Um, Paul Hollywood is the only representative of of classic Bake Off the stalwart he's joined by Preleith is the new Mary Berry of course in all the interviews I'm not I'm not the new Mary Barry. I'm the mm. new. Yeah, exactly. She's not even the new pre-lease. She's no, the old pre-lease. She's the old pre-lease. Yeah. yeah, she's pre-lease. <laughs> um, and and there's uh, and we've got a guide, a very handy guide, I have to say, in in your um, epic <laughs> Bake Off uh, ten page special to the new gang of bakers. And they're an, and and they, one of the great things they do always cast really interesting people, don't mm. they? So and there's there's a kind of an interesting gaggle. There's a Russian. There's a young guy, student from Hackney called Liam, who's like the youngest. Is he like 18, 17, 18? 19. 19. Oh, yeah. there you go, 19. There's Stephen, a marketing guy from Watford. 
Um, and there's a lovely grandma from Liverpool. Oh, she's my favourite, Flo. Who is very Liverpudlian, and Paul, being mm. a scouser, picks up on that and kind of talks about her accent. He gets very twinkly eyed about her. He does get very twinkly eyed, you're right. So there's, so there's, yeah, the classic kind of smattering of interesting bakers. So, bottom line is, so Kay, you thought it was going to be fine when you went on set, and, ha- and now you've watched the first episode. Is it fine? Is it as good as the original? Is it better than the original? Is it the same as the original? So many questions. Um, yeah, having seen the first episode, I completely remain the same that it's completely fine. It's exactly. Anyone who's a purist, anyone who um, love Mel, Mary, Sue, all of them, um, purists, people like Doctor Who, you know, Doctor Who fans who are really upset about the new appointment of a female doctor, they're not going to like it, right? Interesting so in that comparison. Mm. I think yeah, people, okay. Doctor Who fans who weren't happy with um, the appointment of the new doctor, a lot of those people were very stupid, sexist people. I think it's a difference between... Well, I don't know. Right, I, think, we'll I, think, I, I think the okay. point is we'll let, that I'll some let people let don't like change yeah. and don't like, um, you know modernising of yeah. certain things change of us exactly and I think those people are going to be grumpy about this and right. I, my advice to them is just don't tune in right <laughs> just don't tune in because I think you everyone else watch. I think everyone else who likes baking mm. and likes the show is still going to like it and I think Noel and Sandy are brilliant together yeah they're the odd couple an unlikely combo together but I think they work so well and the whole point is if you're going to do this show again you can't find substandard Mel and Sue people who are just you know the same but not as funny you know it's like buying a supermarket owned brand of your favourite product do you know what I mean mm. you've right. got to do something completely different and I think with these two they have mm. that's Steph, my verdict so you so let's uh, let's get our nail our colours to the mask right. yeah. I'm using that I loved, I loved it so but old school you you old what you, 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 you like you, you, you're a purist you like yeah, I, old yeah, I love, bake off yeah, yeah, you watch yeah. it from the start yeah, I think... Just um, testing you on your level of Bake Off devotion? Yeah, I think so. Okay, think was, okay. Yeah. you're a huge fan. I mean, just to yeah. say yes, I'd say, yeah. I yeah, think she yeah did. you know what I'm going on. Yeah. Steph, yeah, what about yeah. you? Are you a big devotee of the I'm Bake Off? I'm a devotee. I absolutely loved... I also went on set of Bake Off, um, and I... When I met Mary Berry um, and she embraced me it was one of the greatest moments of my old, life old school you went on the set years old ago old school years I ago. went on set and so I felt even I was even more upset when they decided to change it up so I was like no mm. I had personal oh God, like, experience I was like, we were like the same horrendous. as everyone else was like I'm not going to yeah, watch it I'm not, it's, just, it's not Bake Off then make it something else make it a different show but great British cake off exactly you know yeah. just oh, change yeah, a word it very different. and it will be completely different <laughs> yeah. but and also I was just a bit but I do love Sandy Toxwick a lot and I because I love QI and I have to say I absolutely laughed out loud <laughs> at this new series I loved it I thought they were perfect I think they check they they I think the beauty is they actually haven't changed any of the really beloved things about it apart from obviously the presenters were beloved and Mary Berry but I think Prue is like Mary Berry oh she's firm but fair she's very good and also they appear to have given all of Mary Berry's bomber jackets to Sandy Toxvick so it's fine she's like wearing floral bomber jackets Sandy loves a loud bomber jacket she wears them on Q. well she can pull pull them off well yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, saying that Prue Leith isn't the new Mary Berry is just stupid because she absolutely is. She speaks exactly the same She's intonation the pattern. Um, she says all the same stuff. I mean, she is just Mary Berry, a bit taller. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's similar. Yeah, she's similar. also. Go can on. I just say, no, in the flesh and also on the show, I think he's incredibly charming. Yeah, and he's got such a good rapport he's with a the contestants, guy, yeah. and like, I just love the fact that he so erratically lurches around the ten, and like, you know, I think mm. he's very fu- he's particularly good and they're very knowing as well in this first episode about the fact yeah that they start with a cute little thing don't they? there's a bit they do at the beginning to yeah. in a, in a, to acknowledge that they, they arrive know, in a fake um, yeah that balloon, people are yeah, upset about the change but yeah. I'm sensing Boyd that mm. you didn't love it as much as Kay well, and I well funny you should it. mention that okay um, well first of all Let we're rip. responding to Kay's this thing that you know it's like the Doctor Who as everyone knows it's not like that so it's it's, it's because I, I I mean there are people who who just a, a reverse to change, totally. Yeah, that's mm. what I'm referring to. But not I'm, about, yeah. No, I'm not at all. I, I mean, I, I think the issue for me is that some change can be good when a show is like, you know, a really good show and you're improving it and you're building on it and you change the teams. It's happens with X Factor and, you know, Britain's Got Talent, those types of shows yeah. where they get a new judging A panel. refresh. A refresh. Those yeah. things, absolutely fine. The problem I have with this is, is that they've taken a show which is absolutely perfect in every way. So, the, mm-hmm. you know, the Bake Off went from, having watched it from the very beginning, through all the years, as we all have, Mel and Sue, 
perfect team together. Genuine, the genuine chemistry and the understanding they have that they're the best, two of the funniest, best presenters out there, mm. and they had the perfect tone for it. And they're cheeky, you know, their innuendos and all of that work brilliantly. And they kind of push the boundaries of that. It something extraordinarily out there innuendos and double entendres. Case, oh, case backtracking, like, they weren't so good. No, they were, no, they were really good. I don't know if they were like, what did you say? What did you, groundbreaking, did you say? No, I should push back the boundaries. For, it was for a pre-Watershed show. Okay, fine, I'll accept o'clock. that. They were, very, they were very cheekily rude. Yeah, of course. In oh a my brilliant God, yeah. Brilliantly judged. Um, Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood, brilliant together as well. The contrast between the two of them, that, that relationship they had together, um, you know, often disagreed, all the little running jokes. And, of course, you know, brilliant selection of casts every year climaxing with the Nadia year which was one of the most you know mm. ro- well, that's, that's, most you know, amazing acceptance speech most amazing time. acceptance speech so it had everything you know it had absolutely everything this show and brilliantly filmed and it even had of course which they have got rid of the little inserted historical bits about the history of a digestive or whatever you know mm. which people say couldn't believe they still carried on doing those little knowledge, knowledgeable you mm. know educational bits they have got rid of those in this, right? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I'm not too furious about that. But I just think I, I enjoyed it, but it was exactly what I expected it to be, which was a very good show, and I liked everyone in it, and they're all fine, but it's just not as good fundamentally for me. So for me, it's like it's, it's, it is in the shadow of the perfect bake-off. But can I ask you a question then? Yes. So when, you know... Channel 4 bought the show mm. and Mel Sue and Mary said they weren't going to do it. In your opinion then, do you think the whole show should have been rested and they shouldn't no, have done it? No, not at all. So it was I always going to be... I don't have a moral issue. With it was always going to fail though then, if you, fa- if you think it's perfect how it was. No, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you shouldn't watch it. This whole thing about if you don't think there was good, if you're risk averse to change, don't watch it. I am going to carry on watching it because I enjoy the format. It's a brilliant format and there's something great about watching people bake. And, and by the way, this opening episode... Is rescued to me brilliantly by the final challenge. The final, yeah, the, the showstopper cakes. is incredible. So the showstopper is they have to create these cakes to look like something else. Yeah, illusion, a, cake, a cake that's cakes. not a cake. A cake that's not a cake, and that is. I mean, it, spectacular. I've never in a first episode. Right. I don't think you've ever seen no, showstoppers no. like you're going to see so in the first episode. That was a stroke of genius because that for me that did that was absolutely brilliant. Up until then, I have to say, I was thinking, this is for me like the worst episode of Bake Off in a, in a few years because it's what? been so relentlessly brilliant. No, you're, it's not right, such a okay. This is a perfect okay. show. It's now a, a perfectly good show, but it's not a perfect show. Okay, let me ask you. That's all you. I'm saying. Let and me I'll carry on watching you. it. Okay. And I think people should carry on all watching right. it. Okay. It's you're just right. not one of the greatest shows on TV okay. anymore. Okay. However, if you could pick two other people, and you have to pick two other people, okay? Yeah. That weren't Mel and Sue. Mel and Sue have just decided they're not going to do it anymore. Just right. Let's just pretend they were like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's not yeah. going to happen. Right. Which two people would you say would have been better suited to be those presenters and step into those shoes? You well, have you to pick anyone two. in the world. Anyone. Anton Deck. Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, I, I don't, you're looking at me like I'm, I'm not, you, I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. You're being very, I think you're being very defensive about it. I'm not saying. Well, I haven't said anything, so. And but you're, uh, the, the reaction yeah, on your but face. The, the disdain, I am lis- <laughs> describing the literally disdain dripping from your, from your facial expression. That is just my face. <laughs> Why I'm, I'm not saying, I, 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 let me emphasize one more time. I enjoyed it very much. It just doesn't sound like you did. It's like you're, it's like comparing the film Dunkirk to a perfectly good war film about Dunkirk, oh, which there are many. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, no, it is. I'm with what I'm Kate. saying, no, Bake Off has oh. been one of the greatest stories of British TV the last few years. It was the biggest thing on TV, bigger than X Factor, bigger than Britain's Got Talent, okay. because it, everything about it was incredible. Now, everything about it is absolutely fine. Wow. I just think if they'd taken out, if Mary Berry had just been gone, okay, yeah. and they still have Mary Melon too, would you still be saying, that it's amazing. That would have been better, yeah. I, I, and by the way, I like, I agree with you. I think Noel Fielding is a lovely guy. I think he's funny. I think he's brilliant I, in this. I just think, I don't think there's, I, I felt the chemistry between them was a slightly forced. Yeah, but I've got a counterpoint to this. Because okay. there was a couple of moments when I was like, oh, it, it was a little bit stilted. Yeah. This is the first episode. If of we course. rewind back to Mel and Sue's first episode, the same thing would have happened. No, because they've been a double act for decades. But I mean, some of the They're jokes might friends. not have landed... I think it's different. I, I'm not. I, I don't. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't think there's any way, apart from Anton Deck hosting, which was your good question, yeah. that to, to replicate that incredible natural chemistry between everyone in this show. And now yeah, you've okay, got fine, okay. a really good show, but it's just not got. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm happy with you saying it's a good show. Not fine was not. Ex- I didn't oh, okay. like the it's fine. A good show. I I think people. I mean, it, 
one of the, the question is, okay, what are people watching this for? Are they watching it for the bakers? Are they watching it for the presenters? <laughs> are they watching it for just the bloody cakes? You know, and everything to, for me. Always. But well, no, I don't agree because okay. I think I think some people are just watching it for the journey. Using your favourite word for the journey of the bakers, and if you are, then a lot of the time the presenters, if they are just fine, as you I say, think, it's okay. Know what? All the pogs out there just need to suck it and see. Watch it for yourself. You're right. We've gone on. Funny. We've gone on way too long. We've got. We're gonna. We're gonna go way over an hour, and Kay, you're gonna be furious. Yeah. If that happens. Then you'll see and what's you, not fine. The stain will be exploding from you. <laughs> um, well, I feel like you brought that on yourself, though. To be honest, because mm, you you well, d- daring to disagree. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I just I think once you walk Apologies. into this, know your limits, boy. You need to agree with everything we say, otherwise, what is the point? Anyway, the Great British Bake Off can be watched for yourselves on Channel Four this next Tuesday at eight o'clock to nine fifteen, an hour and a quarter with ads is mm. uh, on the Channel Four. But how many stars are we all going to give it, Kay? Just to wind you up fully, I'm going to do five stars. It's five stars for me. Oh, I think this is a fu- this is Steph. I think this is a I think this is a five, five star Still show. Steph. Five stars. <laughs> Obviously, it's a four from me. Four, not three. Four. Oh, it's a big think, recommendation. Boyd, I just, I just. Uh, I think you're completely misreading uh, my. I think it's, the, I think it's a Spanish flight very talking. Sensitive. That's what I think. Jesus, I'm not sure Prue Leaf would be this angry at my I four just, star. Wait till she listens to this. Yeah. Star review. Moving on, listeners. As we must. Victoria is back for its second series. Um, this Sunday, the 27th. It's a uh, bank holiday weekend, of course, so there's lots of big stuff. 9.05 p.m. Why is it on at 9.05 p.m.? I know. <laughs> Irritatingly. News update? Maybe on news ITV. Update. I don't know. Well, they're pre- but they're like, what, predicting the news? It's going to be a news update. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I like major idea, news though. is going to break. I like the idea. Um, no. Now, I know for a fact that Kay is, has been monitoring the show since its very beginning, <laughs> since its very birth. So, so, apart from the fact that it does, of course, start Jenna Coleman, ex-Doctor Who lady, as Queen Victoria and Tom Hughes as Prince, Al- Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Little German accent there. Um, it, tell us, and of course, it's created by Daisy Goodwin. I kind of know a little bit, actually. I've met her a few times. You know everyone. Right, you know uh, everyone. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, but I have to mention. Did that you know Queen Victoria? <laughs> oh, no, but I'd wish I'd met her and Prince Albert. <laughs> So, okay, where are we at with series two? Where are we, okay. are we in Victoria's life? Okay, so it picks up a month after the end of the first series and Victoria's had her daughter uh, named Princess Victoria, <laughs> Vicky II. Imaginative. Uh, <laughs> and um, she's very much frustrated and bored with being on maternity leave, right? <laughs> she's, Do they call it maternity mat leave? leave? Mat yeah. leave, yeah. I'm bringing it into modern terms. <laughs> she get off yeah uh, well too long is the point queenness queendom yeah Yeah. Mm. she's she's bored she's itching to get back to state affairs albert wants her to rest he wants to like look into his issues he's particularly interested in the um reformation of the army kleine mädchen they have to rest (laughs) god i'm loving this um he's also weirdly obsessed with helmets oh my god but we'll get to that we'll get so obsessed with Um, and and she's very much struggling with the loss of power and there's a power struggle between them also she's missing the intimacy between them and um he classically thinks that uh, she has changed since childbirth. Uh, anyway, mm. Kay, Kay like was doing man. the old listeners. Kay was doing the old visual quote marks yeah, thing yeah. Uh, over changed. Yeah, exactly. And um, so she's trying to get back um, her power, and she's particularly annoyed because her troops are in Afghanistan and they're keeping information from her about their, whether they're safe or not. And so she wants to get back. She doesn't need protecting. She wants. She to know doesn't everything. need protecting. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, Stephan, my an intriguing thing about this for me is I I watched episode one. Don't you of, mm. of, yeah, of first series, but I didn't carry on watching. Oh no, it. I, I watched all of it. I loved you? it. Oh, yeah. okay. So I'm coming back to it. And uh, one of the things that people said about, I remember at the time, people always they always do rather boringly with these things. Mm. Questioned it's. Accuracy, didn't they? they were, oh, you know, would accuracy, schmaccuracy, and, and also one of the things, one of the right wing. Let me f- say, right wing commentators and critics mm-hmm. observe that it has got a very feminist oh, tone I to know it. Do you know what I mean? Is it? Yeah. She's a strong, yeah. you know, woman. She's Victoria trying, was strong though. Yeah, but everyone, she was quick, do you remember? Everyone but, was like, oh, she's not fat enough. All of that yeah. kind of malarkey. Oh, yeah. Queen Victoria was as tall as she was wide, and Jenna right. Coleman is a skinny cow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so taking all that into account, what did you think of this of this opening episode? I mean, I was religiously watched Victoria. Actually, one of the things, you know, I usually binge. I did watch it every week. And I, this is it's perfect. I love Jenna Coleman. I, I mean, I, they are a couple in real life, so I also do love her and Albert um, together. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I just I love 
everything about it. I love all of the visuals. I love all of the outfits. I love her relationship with her dog. I think it's amazing. Also, <laughs> love the, like, the little subplots of um, the cook. Oh, did you not like that, Kay? See, I one thing. The only thing I don't like about it is the focus on downstairs. Because for me, it's not oh, Downton Abbey, like right? That. I want to. It's Victoria. I want to be focusing on the royal family, and I feel like the crazy. There's a chef in the new series who's new and he's a bit aggressive, and this and there's yeah, a get, and there's a subplot involving yeah. him. And I mean, it does involve. Um, what's the name, Mr. Franatelli? Franatelli. Yeah. Uh, you know, the chef being yeah. asked to come back. Um, so that's good because he was a great character from the first series. But other than that, the subplots downstairs and the, the minutiae of the world downstairs, I'm less interested. But in. I thought oh, two things I want to say. One. I'm loving one. I'm loving Dame Diana Rigg. Oh. Well, I was going to mention she that. She is wow. So Dame Diana fresh from dying in Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, she's out. Oh, she, don't bring up Game of Thrones again. Oh, all right. I'm just. I don't want, I can't bear you to hear going at it's it okay, again. It's okay, Kay. He's wrong. We settled that. It's fine. Traumatised, sorry. Traumatised by our Diana Rigg. Oh. She did die a few weeks ago in GOT. Yeah. And she was brilliant in GOT. She was horrible. Do you agree on that? Incredible. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're agreeing on Rigg. We're agreeing on Rigg. <laughs> oh. And she's kind of sli- again. I mean, le- slightly haughty figure. Yeah. She's the new. What's she called? Her job? I'm testing. Oh, she's she's mistress of the robes. Mistress, mistress of the yes. robes. Mistress of the robes. I love mm. the show. And she at one point very amusingly puts such complains that it's dirty. Buckingham Palace is dirty. Yeah. She puts a finger on the painting and she's cantankerous. She's very cantankerous. like yeah. But it doesn't get better than Dame Diana. It doesn't so, yeah. get down, apart from when my favourite bit of this whole episode was when Victoria turns to Albert and says. I'm sorry I was so rude about your helmets. Oh. That is the grace line. Yeah, yeah. Oh. also at one point, because this helmet gate, which I'm obsessed with, she goes at one point, she says, I don't give a fig about your helmets. I but mean, she, there's you, a lot of helmet chair. Yeah. yeah, because lovely Albert, uh, his <laughs> yeah. interests include design, <laughs> designing helmets for the army. Because he wants them to yeah. be more comfortable. He wants them to be comfortable. Yeah. And then it's ridiculous. They've got horrible, and he's also interested in, he, he, he writes music. He does, for he the, composed for the Christmas. Composed music for the oh, Christmas. Lovely. Trying lovely. very hard. He was incredible. His brother's back, is, which is great. His brother's back, who's in love yep. with the former Duchess. mistress of the robes, the Duchess Harriet. Her name? Harriet, yeah. Um, talking of accuracy, so uh, other than the helmet chat, at one point oh. there was discussion about um, Albert dressing to the left. Yes. Now, this seemed out of the blue to me. And also, is that is that historically accurate, do we know? Well, oh. probably is because, you know, so Daisy Goodwin's um, source material for this is her diaries. Is, is, um, oh, Victoria's, is Victoria's own not, diaries. Not um, Daisy's diaries. Not Daisy's diaries. No, that would be ludicrous. <laughs> She's not Queen Victoria. She's very much still with us. And um, she, also a lot of it, obviously she, so for example, like the thing that people complained about in series one was this, that she was in love with the prime minister. Yeah, Melbourne. In, in, in series mm. one. And people said, oh, that's no evidence for that. But she wrote very fondly of him, I think, in the diaries. That's, and David Goodwin kind of interpreted that mm. and, and obviously used dramatic license. I think it's absolutely fine. Mm. I think the whole historical accuracy thing is just oh, bullshit. Oh, who cares? Anyway, who cares? When, exactly? you're, when you're dramatising things, right. I think people just get... Like, if you want to be historically accurate, watch a history documentary. Yes, exactly. I agree with you. Or get in a time machine and go back. I agree with you. Oh, I'm in agreement. Sorry, I'm in full agreement. Yeah, because you're right. It's it's a drama. Yeah. It's not a doc. It's not a 25 yeah, documentary series exactly. about fucking. Shut up. And yeah. So so I long swear and short. So he now. then he does dress to the left. Well, I, I'm sure. That, I imagine. I haven't checked, but okay. a lot of those things are from the diaries. I, I, there was a really good article by a historian who wrote a biography of Victoria. I think it was in the Guardian for the last series, saying you can Victoria historians love it because they can see the things she has taken from the diaries. There's little things, yeah. and it's then turned into a drama in the next week. And I'm, I'm, I bet that's one of them. Yeah. Something for the everyone. So I think it's very entertaining. I kind of agree about the downstairs. I can do without the downstairs, oh, but. I it doesn't bother me enough. It's just clearly, and I think that's definitely designed because this is a big thing in America as well. It's shown. It's Downton. It's shown in the same channel as Downton was shown. So I think for them, it's almost like a sequel to Downton using Mm. Victoria and the downstairs as as the equivalents of you know Hugh Bonneville and the downstairs characters in in Downton Abbey. I think that's fine. It doesn't bother me. So it's very enjoyable, entertaining mainstream TV, isn't it? I think Jenna Coleman. But the most important thing is Jenna Coleman. You're right, and Tom Hughes. As Albert, Real have life. brilliant, oh, life couple, they have yeah. lovely chemistry they together. They have a lovely chemistry. Yeah, oh, and Thank ha- you. Okay, just as a small interjection, have you both watched The End of Paula now? Because we've only been waiting for like 18 weeks. No. Yes, I did. Oh. oh my God, how amazing yeah. is it? Oh yeah, Tom Hughes was in it. Tom Hughes was in yeah. it. Not doing a with weird proper, German accent. With, no, with as an evil rat catcher. Irish accent. Rat catcher. Oh my God, Boyd, are you going to watch The End of It? Can yeah. we talk about it? I will. Oh, okay, we can't to. talk about it. No, don't then. talk about it. Oh, no, God. don't ruin it for me. 19 weeks and counting that we can't talk about the end of Paula. Victoria starts on Bank Holiday Sunday, as I've invented a new thing, 27th of August. Is it Bank at... Holiday Sunday? Yeah. 
Sunday. Yeah, but do you call the Sunday? No, I'm, just, I'm saying I've invented that. Oh, sorry, yeah. I missed yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. At, nine, at the irritating, at the slightly irritating time of 9.05pm. No, it isn't irritating because you could go at nine o'clock and go, oh, I'll have a cup of tea before I watch Victoria. That's a five-minute Oh, fair enough. Um, how many stars, Kay, are you giving it? Giving I'm going to give it four stars. Steph. This is Steph. <laughs> and I'm going to give it four stars. I'm in agreement again. I'm going to give it four oh, stars. Beautiful moment, guys. Honestly. I feel beautiful. like we turned a corner. We're all back. Stop. We're agreeing. all friends again. It's, or are we? Because no. what's going to happen with Celebrity Island with Bear Grylls episode one going oh, on Channel God. 4 next Tuesday at 9.15, straight after Bake Off, by the way. So oh, this what is a the, great show, what a great day to yeah, be alive. Blockbuster. No, just switch over afterwards. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, oh she's already got it on. Well, she's getting the, it's she's got getting, up in her grills. She's oh. got that look. She's got it's the got look up of... It's got in her bare grills, yeah, that's for sure. It really has. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the format where 10, as, they, as Channel 4 describes them, brave celebrities Ugh. endure four weeks surviving in one of the toughest environments on Earth. Um, they and and the group of them, as in real. So this was started out as the island with Bear Grylls, and he gets some mm. of the people that to film it on their on cameras. They get trained how to film it, and that happens in the celebrity oh. version as well. So go on, what were you going to say? Yeah, no, I thought that bit was crackers. I thought the you know the camera people. Yeah. I thought they would just be able to go home, like I hop know, onto a boat oh, and no, go. Well, they ever no. done? No, like, so they Sharon, have to for be example, in it as well. No, Poor Sharon things. Davis, who ex-Olympic swimmer, Sharon Davis is one of the camera people, and yeah, that, but that's what they do in the normal version what? of the island. Yeah, Sharon yeah, yeah, yeah. Davis is a camera woman. Yeah, she's one of the people. She's wielding a camera. In, in the show, isn't she? Yeah, but they also have, yeah, but also they have you know yeah, the camera people. people I thought they went well, back. But they have some of the celebrities get involved in the filming as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Sharon Davis is very arsy on this. Should show. we? She is very arsy. Should yeah. we list the uh, celebrities? I think people want to know, uh, don't they? they yeah, know. of course. Breaking yeah. Bad. Here is a list of people you're soon to hate. <laughs> Breaking Go. Bad's actor R.J. Mitty, who was the son. In, the, in Breaking Bad. Olympian and broadcaster Ewan Thomas. Ugh. Kay's already shaking her head. She's got a lot to say about Ewan God. Thomas, I feel. Actor and Rizzle Kicks dude Jordan Stevens. Mm-hmm. Comedian Mark Watson. He's a very funny comedian. Oh, very, he's so yeah. Sweet. Actor Ryan Thomas used to be in Coronation Street, mm-hmm. I do believe. Yep. Former Towie star Lucy Mech Lundberg. Now girlfriend of Ryan Thomas. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Ooh, good oh, good Sharon Davis, mm. aforementioned Olympic swimmer and TV presenter. Former pussycat doll, Melody Thornton. I had no idea who she was. Comedian and writer, Shazia Mirza, who, yeah, she's interesting. I th- <laughs> I'm going to call her, I'm going to say this now, I'm going to call her feminist comedian and writer, yeah. Shazia oh, Mirza. Yeah. I d- I d- oh, just because yeah, well. a woman says something like a little bit forceful, she doesn't mean she's automatically a feminist. But oh, we'll okay. come on to that. All right. And TV doctor, Sarah Kayat. Yeah, a good person to have on this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So... I get the feeling, Steph, you have issues. Oh, my God. This What's is... your problem? Right, with? okay. So the, they get dropped onto this island by Bear Grylls, okay? And then their first time, so all these subjects go, they get given like three big tanks of water, don't they? What are they called? Jerry cans. Jerry cans of water. And so their first thing is they've got to find somewhere to make like a base camp, okay? Oh, God. And then <laughs> you and Thomas. Have you actually been on the island? Have you exhausted? You oh, sound very exhausted. Do you know who's exhausted me? I'll, tell you, I'll give you a fact, right? I watched this in the bath. Right? I thought, I'll have a relaxing bath. Oh, so you had enough and I'll watch. And I, wa- I thought, <laughs> I'll have a relaxing bath and I'll watch. I'll watch this because we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. And I tell you what, I went all rigid because I was so unrelaxed, if that's even a word, by you and Thomas. This is really bringing up a visual that me <laughs> completely mental. From the first minute that he steps off that bloody boat, he starts shouting out orders and giving it like, I'm you and Thomas, I'm a big man. And then he just continues how upset. He needs a punch in the face. I'm sorry. He, he, does. Is, a, he is a knob, isn't he? Oh, <gasps> he's more than we, a knob. Are we in agree? Oh, yeah. Agree? He's God. Not, he's a, yeah. I mean. uh, but no, can I, right, don't defend him, please, because <laughs> I honestly, if I see him, he's going down. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, awful he no. decides to be the leader they yeah. kind of agree that he should be the leader but he's definitely loving it I'm going to be the leader I'm going to yeah, be the leader he I mean, he's almost standing there saying it go no, on. No, right. go on. for me I, I love an Olympian you know that right because I, <laughs> I love I, an Olympian I do love Olympian because yeah. I respect them you know yeah. the level of dedication of strength power all this kind of stuff so I wanted to like him is the point oh right yeah and then he gets in front of the group and he goes I hope and pray people will look to me for strength Ugh. what He's got such a god complex. He's so annoying. He, but do you know what? More than that, he's one of those annoying people in a challenge. Because I was just imagining if I was there, he's he's this kind of like alpha male yeah. who doesn't think. Yeah. He just like he thinks by running around. If I run around and expend the most energy, that I'm obviously doing the most. And uh, and it's like he's they go in search of water. He decides to follow his 
sense he can mm. sense water in a certain mm. direction mm. like almost like oh god this blade of grass is pointing that direction i'm sensing it's there. you're an idiot right no, he's Just, a right and he's like it, a tattooed he walks knob. around for seven <laughs> he's got a massive amount of tattoos yeah, he's gone from a little to be a tattooed up. moron yeah seven hours they're walking around essentially in a mm. circle and he, it's embarrassing yeah. and he still won't admit that he's wrong which is so annoying and you know the bit they do like these little segments of where they talk about who the person is and in his segment he's obviously gone yeah listen just get me on my motorbike and get us get me driving away from my house on a motorbike and then he goes yeah I'm a real like I just he says the words alpha male so much yeah. and it's like when he's then lying on the beach because he hasn't been able to find any water <laughs> no. you just think you're it's, brawn, it's bronze over brain with him he is a gigantic twat he and, really um, honestly he's, uh, he's honestly <laughs> one of the worst people what, ever what's also amazing about him is the lack of self-awareness because oh, he, no. he thinks he's brilliant he, he, and like, he, yes. even though he's failed miserably as you say to find the water and Shazzy and Mirza oh, you're right I shouldn't have, have labelled as feminist it was more I think it's no, the editing a, of the she's show. She's just a truth. She's a sense. She's, she's sensible. She's just a sensible person. Well, brilliantly, spoiler alert. She does find the water. Of course, she does in two hours. And her and and Sarah Kayat, the Doctor, do. It, it, I mean, it's no exaggeration. It's to say that pretty much every clip they're shown of them talking, explaining what's happened, they're talking about how the women have triumphed. I'm not, I don't blame them. Quite rightly too. That's yeah. why I, lab- I, 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 I unfairly labelled her. And everyone should be a feminist. But they kind of do. There is a, that kind of gender divide. Is what the story of the yeah, first but they wouldn't. Is, they wouldn't which, have had a gender divide. Yeah, exactly. If you and Thomas had. Right. Made that so clear, like a, yeah. I am man. Yeah, I, I must collect yeah. wood. And do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> provide can I say about you and Thomas. He's the kind of guy who, if you're in the crystal maze, and I will bring it oh, always back just... to crystal maze. He's the one at the end in the crystal who'd be jumping around like a blue ass fire, trying to catch the bits of gold in the air, and wouldn't take the sensible option of looking at the floor and just. Oh my god! Up. Absolutely, he's, yeah. he's an idiot. He's, he's not. Yeah, he's no. Oh, he's funny. He's a git. He walks around, and there's a weird bit where we should mention some of the others. So he walks around a lot with Ryan, Thomas, and Jordan from the Rizzle cook Jordan and they really hobbled Jordan I didn't really yeah. understand what oh, Jordan, I didn't they know what think, Jordan had done right, wrong basically that in that bit which I thought was stupidly <laughs> edited they make out that the way that Jordan is expressing his frustration at not finding uh, yeah, the water is aggressive it's like this man hasn't drunk any water for like 40 yeah, hours he's just being perfectly normal yeah. yeah but you know who I really loved I Mark, Watson, Mark oh, Watson yeah, and the amazing clip where um, someone goes someone says to him oh why why are they not listening to the women he goes because it will take sometimes thousands of years for men to understand the importance of women. And you yeah. just think, oh, he's a little Yeah, sweetie. he's a lovely guy. Mark Watson is a proper dude. And, but yeah. my... And, One and, uh, yeah. Are you going to say R- RJ? RJ, oh, RJ, RJ Mitty's the star. Eight hours trying to make fire <laughs> with his glasses. Yeah, but he also just wanders off. Oh, he's and, great. And go Good for him, wouldn't you, yeah. if you were with those, with yeah. those people? He, you and Thomas. Cool. You and Thomas. Honestly, I'd be like, I would walk into the sea, the, yeah. the ocean, yeah. and just never come back. I'd walk into the sea and say, find me the biggest shark and just, just end it. Can because I, just, I had to spend another hour with you and Thomas. Can I just tell you one more oh. quote from you and Thomas <laughs> that makes me want to shoot myself? Right. When he breaks down, having been mm. unsuccessful at finding water, which he so boldly said he could do, yep. and he has a breakdown, and he goes, oh, my God, I'm just hormonal like a woman at oh. another month, and I oh, need yeah. to pull myself together. And I thought yeah. my fist is going to go through this screen. I know, I know. I know. I'm going to splinter He's and honestly, shatter Is he bones. so awful? He's looking for a punch. Is he so... The problem is, so here's the question as we wind up our <laughs> review of the show. Is he so irritating that it's actually going to stop you from watching it? No, absolutely not. For me, it is because I am sick to the back teeth of people being annoying on television. (laughs) I really am. With Big Brother at the moment, it's driving me nuts. I'd stop watching that. I do think they want to have their cake and eat it with the show. I I thought it was very compelling because they are brilliantly chosen, these people. But right at the beginning, they do in the intro, they say, oh, celebrity culture's taken over the world. We're going to... I'm like, this is contributing massively to celebrity culture, obviously. You can't try and pretend it's some kind of way of challenging it. That's preposterous. My My two last things, Shaz, as I'm calling her, yeah. She runs the risk of being getting quite annoying herself, though I think. Yeah, I agree. Through yeah. her bashing of I the like, oh, bit. you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. women are stronger; they just don't listen to us. The other thing to quickly mention is these bare grills inserts. I of mean, course. what is the point? I mean, he's literally just standing there, just going, yeah. "If they don't get water, <laughs> they will die." Yeah. No shit, bear. Yeah. <laughs> no shit, bear. Bear, no yeah. shit in the woods. <laughs> Did he? Wasn't he staying in hotels anyway? Well, throughout his whole series, wasn't that uncovered? So he well, doesn't know anything about steady. living on an island. Let's just be is allegedly. There were allegations that he didn't wasn't fully. Listen, I think he denied them fully. He's yeah. not as twatty as you. <laughs> well, he's, so on, let's not get he's on a boat, so he's. he's they are, it suffering. is funny. The format is funny Did, because yeah, all the action happens and he's not with them at all. It's a shoe horn. Beginning of the like end, a, and then he's standing there on the island, just 
pontificating about or they've got yeah, a, yeah I'm like save it Bear unless you're like yeah. really thirsty like them I don't want to know oh, this is just the Ewan Thomas show and you should not tune in well, well on, that, so on that basis how many stars are you giving it I, honestly I just I, I, look he I actually hate him <laughs> how many stars are you giving I actually the show? hate him how many stars no stars <gasps> I don't oh, want anyone to have to a, be subjected wow. or have a bath like I did and think oh I'll watch this and be interested and then just have a terrible bath warning people do not watch in the bath no okay <laughs> how many stars are you giving are you being Come no, on, I'm actually going to give it four stars. Mm. I, I think, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to use that. No, non lack of sound there was me with my mouth open, completely aghast. But his personality isn't the fault of the show. Well, of course, it's But then putting him in the show and you having to watch it with your eyes and your ears no, is a it problem. Makes it, it makes it more compelling. Can you imagine if they all got on yeah. and you and you had all very beige people? You need, people? You need, well, you Lucy need, and Ryan got on, that's for sure. You need to have doofuses. In these shows, and yeah, he is he, that one particular doofy yeah. gets a too much airtime. All right, I'm giving it three stars. Oh, in the middle, I'm in the middle. Anyway, finally, um, also showing unbelievably. At, oh, now we know. I'll tell you why Victoria's on at nine oh five because the cuckoo's calling. The first first strike episode is on at nine oh five on BBC One on Bank Holiday Sundays. I'm calling it now as well. This is what happens in the British. Oh my way god, of, yeah. that is so is petty and ridiculous. Scheduling. Commercial show, you have to decide, listeners, whether you're going to watch Strike based on the Cormoran Strike novels by J.K. Rowling or you're going to watch Series 2 of Victoria because they're on at exactly the same effing and, time. And no one can get anything on catch-up. So, I mean, you it. really must just... like It's ridiculous. I'm not saying that to you. I'm talking about the stupid people who like, schedule stuff. Yeah, but doesn't it mean more if you watch it live because it means you like it more? Exactly. You choose which one you like more, yeah, to watch first. And so, wait a minute. Uh, well, so the last question. Do you know what I mean? It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, show, yeah, but it? we yeah. got li- we got live numbers, and you got catch up numbers. Yeah, it's like when you when the famous clash between Strictly and X Factor, whichever one you watch live is the one you prefer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. X Factor. Anyway, um, strike. What? Yeah. X Factor over Strictly. Always. Always. Oh boy. Bye. We'll get to that in a few weeks' time. We've got to review Strike, which is All the right. adaptation. So they're, what they're doing with Strike is the, <laughs> the novels that have been written so far by J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. about Cormoran Strike, the private investigator, they're turning into um, separate uh, adaptations. So this is a three-parter, but then the th- next two are going to be two-parters. See what I mean? So they're going to be like TV Why? events, I think. Making sense. Well, I think because this is three parts, mainly because they have to introduce the characters, they have to introduce him and his psychic um, and explain the whole situation, Robin, Robin Ellicott. Played by Holiday Granger. Holiday Granger. Played by Holiday Granger, exactly. As well. So I think that's why this is three parts, but the rest of it are going to be two mm. parts that are best based on the other novels. So we should say that Coleman Strike himself is played by Tom Burke, who you met, Kay, I remember, and you very did much you liked him? on I the did. set of War and Indeed Cause, Peace. Yeah, because he played um, Dolokhov yeah. in War and Peace and he was brilliant. Oh. And He's I have a picture good. taken with him. Very good actor. Mm. Uh, Holiday Granger. So if you haven't read the novels, Coleman Strike is a, is a private investigator. He's a very interesting figure. Um, he's got he's got a lot of most of one leg. Um, has been amputated because he was served mm. in the war in Afghanistan. And his father is a famous rock star, mm-hmm. fictional rock star. Who's his strange from? Who's his strange from? Doesn't really know. So he had him like kind of out of wedlock and all of that. And the father doesn't have much to do with him. And he's very much he's just kind of fallen out with his. Girlfriend, right at the beginning of the episode, the socialite. Yeah, she she walks off, she walks away from him, and um, so he's kind of down on his luck, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, and he's kind of in in this dusty, horrible office. It's all messy, and he's sleeping there as well. And he needs a help from his assistant, so he does employ via an agency uh, this woman who arrives, Robin Ellicott, and she turns out to be brilliant and clever and smart and rearranges his life. Mm-hmm. And together they investigate the opening mystery, which is about the death of a supermodel. And this supermodel has plunged to her death from her penthouse apartment and everyone assumes the police decide it was suicide, but her brother, her very posh brother, comes to see Cormoran. They haven't met, they've met years ago to say, I think it was murder. And that is the beginning murder. of the mystery. Mm. What do we think of the whole thing? Is it, you know, for, one thing I was going to say was that um, it feels quite old-fashioned to me. You know, this, in a world of Sherlock, for example, which mm. is very snazzy, whiz-bang visuals all this over the place. This is just a straight whodunit. Right. Mm. It's, it feels like a very old school. Has either of you read the novels? No, I was right. going to say, have you, have you read yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. And they are very much old school. I mean, they're much set in the modern world. And she's, this is, does have stuff to say about celebrity culture, for example. Mm. It's, it's no accident that she's got news paper reporters in it and media and agents and lawyers and all that kind of stuff but I feel it is it's almost like more style 
classic detective fiction and almost going further back like Philip Marlowe style if anyone's read those books like you know The Long Goodbye going back to whatever the 20s or whatever 30s she, I think she loved that kind of classic whodunit format and this is one of those and I really enjoyed it on that level that it, it literally lays out the story for you very clearly it lays out mm, a series of suspects all of whom as, as time goes on, have reason to do to commit this murder. And I thought it was really entertaining. Did, you, did you think that it did the novel justice? Then? Very cleverly, yeah. And in fact, Tom Burke, when it, they announced that Tom Burke was playing this character, I was completely like, well, that doesn't make sense. Because in the right. book, he's very much like a big bear of a guy. Oh, but he's he massive. is a big bear. Oh, well, that's interesting. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not, in he's real life, rubbish. he's quite short. Is he? Yeah. He's not oh, very I, tall. I, and he said the way they filmed it in a certain way to make him look bigger oh, than he, he really is. Oh, he looks like he's like. Getting to oh, I, I had never seen him in anything before, and I really loved him. I was like, "Who is this amazing actor?" Yeah, I really, really liked it. I thought it was great. Do you know what I thought though? It what I. I, one of the things I liked about it is it felt like the kind of thing that's on at Christmas times. Well, it is a bank holiday. Well, it's a sort of a holiday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. special things on a bank holiday. I know, but it's very Christmassy feel. Oh, okay, because there's snow. There is snow in it. Isn't yeah, there's it? And snow. also it's set where we used to work, where Heat Towers used to be based. Denmark Street, which is, is in mm. central London. Yeah. So I like that. His office is in Denmark Street, which is the street with all the uh, Guitars, music shops yeah. and guitar shops and everything. And he fancied himself as a, as a musician. What did you think, Kay? I... I really, so I really like Tom Burke. I think he's brilliant and he's brilliantly cast. I mean, I haven't read the books, but as the... I thought you were going to say you don't like Holiday Granger then. Uh-oh. I didn't warm to her. Wrecked. I don't know if she was playing it... <laughs> I don't know if she was playing it cold on purpose. <laughs> went really street there. Mm. I don't know. It went all Jay-Z, sorry. Very much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know like if she's meant to be playing it very cold. I didn't sense this. No, is is really? there meant to be like chemistry between them? And I hope, float, hopefully that will bubble up at some I point. Think she's I, trying to hold back her... Like, she's obviously really like admires him and is really excited about him because she was going home and like mm. googling him and everything and she talks to her boyfriend about her fiance sorry about him I just think she's trying to play it cool but she's really excited because the bit where she says and this is not really a spoiler is it she says oh oh I could come back next week you can tell she's really excited she wants to work yeah, with him yeah oh, that's not a spoiler because mm. she is in she will be <laughs> in every single episode I'm, as I'm I said Boyd this is not a spoiler <laughs> it's definitely not a spoiler yeah for me yeah. like none of the characters really stood out other than him and I felt like the mystery um, like the whole investigation was very sl- it wasn't very pacey it was like quite mm. slow to establish itself and I I, have, I, I wasn't that interested no. in the mystery no. I, well, quite, I, I quite liked the back to basics feel of mm. it though like you said yeah. actually sometimes the thing right now I'm not as smart as you are so sometimes with the old Sherlock's I'd have to watch them a couple of times because oh, I but was they like were what very the densely, hell they were very densely say positive. that for the yeah. 17th time because I don't yeah. know what is happening here and so I don't know I feel like I, maybe I was in the mood for a stripped back I feel like it's always series. a bit too basic when oh, nothing was really yeah murder people who might have done it person who did it there didn't seem a lot. I don't know. No finesse. I don't know what it is. I'm. I'm gonna keep on watching though. I think I, you have I, to. Get, I watched the second episode as well. Yeah, so because I'm he is very in. good. He's the. He's the main draw for me. Yeah, he's. He's great. He's so. Yeah. I think. I think the chemistry between us is what it is. What it is is. What it is. <laughs> what it is. It's friendship, and that's the really refreshing thing. So one of the great things about the books, and one of the kind of like uh, one of the many themes of it, is a friendship between a man and a woman mm. that it has no romantic. Well, yeah, so that's far, true, you know, no romantic underplay. So even though they're both, they're, you know, they're both kind of got attraction to each other in various ways. It's about that they both respect each other, and he doesn't. It doesn't mm. take long for her, Robin, to very much impress upon him, mm. who's this kind of very quiet, you know, eccentric figure with lots of things going on in his life. Yeah. That she's uh, he's absolutely equal, and yeah. that's one of the big things about the books. And I thought and they did that really well. And, and by the middle, of, by the because obviously I've seen the first two, so I can't quite remember what happens in which episode. But by the end of the second episode. It's quite clear they're they're both investigating this together, yeah. and they're a team. And you yeah. know, it's, it's a bit like Holmes and Watson, where Watson was always kind of the even though Sherlock is the genius, mm. what's he needs Watson, mm. and without Watson, he's not going to function. And in this, it gets to that point as well, where he needs her. Well, this sounds like they become more equal than so Sherlock I think. And so I think Watson. that's the other thing that's happening in it. Yeah. So the investigation, I think, it's interesting because she does in all of the books, she's kind of taking a world and investigating it in these in these um, mm. mysteries. And this world is celebrity. Mm. And I thought well, the way she does it is, is convincing. Because often it's terrible, isn't it? When you see, do you know what I mean? In When they portray premieres and modelling, yeah. and there's a photo shoot in episode two, definitely. Yeah. And I'll be interested to see what you think as a professional Ooh. photo expert. Well, but I, I, was, I, thought was, I thought it was, that is how it works, you mm-hmm. know? And all of it feels authentic. That's what I'm grasping for. And she's saying stuff about celebrity, she's saying stuff about race a bit in it without pushing it too far. And definitely friendship, I really thought was really yeah. good. I tell, Classy. You what, I tell you what is convincing, that prosthetic leg. How do they do oh some my that God. filming? Do you I know what? Like... I, this is going to sound incredibly stupid, but I was like, oh my God, they've actually got 
an amputee because I'd never seen him before in anything before. I was like, that was an amazing scene. When yeah. So you were so convinced you thought that Tom Moe was an amputee? Yeah, I really did. No, honestly, I, well, I haven't seen not. anything before. Yeah, it's CGI. But I was, it's incredible. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. So, incredible. CGI, so I was wondering, yeah. I thought maybe... It was very well done. Oh, my God. It was a mix of different... In fact, I, I, again, I, cards on the table, I hosted the screening for this, so I interviewed them all. I interviewed... Him How did they do her, it? And they, they didn't want to give away too much. There's definitely CGI involved, yeah. You've had so many cards on the table. We are flooded with cards. On the, table. The, whole, the whole pack's out. I also yeah. want to give credit to Ben Richards, is the guy who adapted the novel. I think he's done a brilliant job because it is complicated. It's, it's, a big, it's like 500 meaty book. There's a lot going on in that book and he kind of simplifies it very well. He introduces the characters. I think, I think by the end of it, you know, you feel like you know who these people are, don't you? Oh, Obviously. it's very much laid yeah. out. For, yeah, I mean, maybe this was a scene setter it, Definitely. Yeah. Martin Shaw's in it, we should say, as well. Oh, yeah, oh brilliant Martin scene. Shaw, I forgot about him. Yeah, he's great So that's great a, in it. one of the great scenes in the book is where Martin Shaw plays the lawyer of the woman um, uh, who's died and he's kind of a very snotty, doesn't think that mm. um, Cormoran Strike should be involved in the investigation mm. at all and he's horrible to him in the restaurant and he shows up in the restaurant and that's a brilliantly done that scene I thought between the two of them do you think that's a great oh, scene I great scene Kate I love Martin admit Shaw. that was a good scene that was a good scene yes yeah so how many stars are we giving strike which so this on August back, so it's on August Bank Holiday Sunday, and it continues the next night. It is Bank Holiday Sunday, as I'm calling it. And it continues the next night on the actual Bank Holiday Monday. That's good. And when does the last one come out? Then the last one is a week later on the Sunday. Slightly weird. They could have, yeah. Oh, it's the ruddy, bloody schedulers again. I have to say, it would have been better to give it three nights in a row. It would have. But you have to wait a week for the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I would have done. No, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Good scheduling action. Despite the scheduling, how many stars are you giving it? Steph? Give it four. I thought it was. I thought it was great, and I really want to know who did kill her. So, I mean, right, that's the bottom go. line, isn't it? Yeah, it's the bottom line. It's what you want to find out. I'm giving it four stars too, and all of those go to Tom Burke. No, oh, I'm going to give it four and a half, Ooh. just to reflect the fact that it is very, very good. So that's our main. That's the meat of the but show today. But still, who, who are we, are we, we must have bit. gone over an hour. I'm just checking. Oh, we've We're, gone over an hour. Kay, apologies hours, to you. Kay, I'm sorry, because not only did we wish on about Game of Thrones quite a lot, I had conflict and you were pained about that. You said even watch Game of Thrones. So, you know, furious. Thank you for your apology and I accept I'm it. calling it, this is special. This is like mm-hmm. an autumn TV special so it can be longer. Okay, you know I mean? longer yeah, than an hour. Autumn, That's you, my you excuse. Can't you can't That's anyway. my excuse. Well, let's hug it out later. All right, we'll hug it out. And we've still got time for question time. Question time. Inspired by the fact that we are meeting Strike Hormon Strike, the fictional hero of detective drama Strike, who is your favourite TV detective of all time? Steph? My favourite TV detective of all time, who should be everybody's favourite TV detective of all time, is Jay. B. Fletcher. Oh. Murder, you've she wrote. done it. You oh, my God. Pulled it out of the hat. I will still watch two Murder, She Wrote every weekend. Okay? I love... When you say you will, or do you actually? I do, right. I do. Okay. I will, I do. So you find I the time done. every weekend to watch two episodes of Murder, She Wrote? Yeah, it's on on a Sunday morning. Okay. Yeah, you can watch they do a double. It's fantastic. You just... Don't get any better than the great J.B. Fletcher. And if you're a super fan, you'll know that her middle name is Beatrice. Yeah. Beat that, Kay. Hercule Poirot. Uh, oh, uh, of course. Yeah. And not just any Poirot, no. David Suchet as Poirot, because yeah. he's the only one really that anyone cares about. And he is brilliant for his uh, methodical mind, his little grey cells, and his like, you know, personality quirks. I just love him. What I would say is I don't think, you know, the film coming up, Orient... Uh, Murder on the Orient Express, I don't think the Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. Nope, Ken Branagh shouldn't play him. Really? No. Why? Well, so your reverse to change now. This is like me and Bake Off. Ah, hypocrisy, oh, thy name oh. is Kate. <laughs> <laughs> no! Yes, oh, got you. No, I think that's different. It I, is different. Because I, I, I said it. <laughs> because she said it, and we want her to win. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. all right. I'm Boyd. very. I'm, I'm going to watch that, even though I've, I know that story. That Murder on the Express inside They've out. They've remade that so many it, times as well as my other gripe with it. Do you ever watch things that you know the ending to? Then go, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Not with this one. Oh, I do. <laughs> no. 
Oh, rarely. I do. Sometimes oh, I go, it's good Ooh, to know. Well, especially murder show. You probably see them all a million times. I have, but sometimes on a rare moment, I find one that I've not seen. I mean, that happens oh, maybe wow. once a year. Oh, that's brilliant, oh, isn't it? I like. Yeah, when wonderful. you see a long-running show. Oh god. Do you know what? Do you know what? One of the, the greatest things I think I've talked about this in the podcast before. <laughs> no, go on. The crossover episodes of Murder She Wrote and Magnum PI. Oh my god! Yeah. Two I mean, hours yeah. long. Two, I've heard a rumor that they exist, but I've never. Listen, I've never one of them's called. One of them's called Magnum on Ice. That's all oh. you need to know. It's incredible. It's like a nice Wasn't Bruce Forsyth in an episode of Magnum or he something? He probably is because he made a lot of good choices. Yeah. Um, do you know what I'm going for? I've thought about this long and hard and I thought, you know, all the veteran ones and more. Columbo. Oh, don't Columbo. say Sherlock. I love Columbo. I love Columbo. Don't say Sherlock. Don't say Sherlock. Are you going to say Sherlock? I'm say Sherlock. Oh, for God's sake. I knew you were going to say Pick something else. You can't say Sherlock again. You're, you're always, me now. You're always like, saying you're like Sherlock. Bullying. I might have to go to... Um, have we got a department? <laughs> a pod HR. HR yeah. department? Yeah, we have. Just, yeah, Sherlock. we have. John. So, unfortunately, <laughs> I run it as well. Your complaint Engineer, is producer, held. icon, <laughs> inspiration Guru, John is, is going to be... Our, I'm going to report you to him. If there was no Sherlock, though, what would it be? But there is Sherlock. Okay, but just imagine... Well, if there was no murder, she wrote, what would yours be? Three hours, three hours later, we're still discussing it. Uh, yeah, case for because we've gone way over the hour. No, let me just defend myself. Quickly say... What other, you know, show in history made the star, made a global superstar overnight of its main detective, Sherlock Holmes, played by Bendit Cumberbatch. I just think it was an incredible story of, of, of popular culture. And the, we are, as you know, a popular culture podcast. Question. Right. Yeah. Did you love Sherlock Holmes no? so much? No. Not, okay. oh, what, before you mean old Sherlock Holmes, the books, Arthur Conan Doyle? No, oh, okay. I meant before, oh, before okay. Benny Cumberbatch played him. Did, were you, no. Would you still said, okay, so imagine we're in that time. What's your favourite detective? <laughs> the uh, Simon Brett who played Sherlock Holmes. Oh. <laughs> no, Simon Brett, I might have got his name wrong. Um, no, I'm sticking with it. I'm not oh, going to change my God. mind. I'm not going to change my mind. He's an immovable force. I am an immovable force. It's the legend that is Benny Cumberbatch in okay, Sherlock right. Apologies. Can you imagine if Angela Lansbury... Doofus. But, but, however, can you imagine if Angela Lansbury um, and Benedict Cumberbatch were in a murder show together I mean, and they did a crossover That would show. be mind-blowingly good. should take this off air and have a little think about that. Okay. I mean, the fact that you're still spinning this out in case still, even now, we now must no, be like no, probably 20 minutes talking. over the hour. It's going to be the longest podcast but in history. But it's a special. It's an autumn TV special. It is an autumn special. TV special. Thank you, listeners, very much for listening. And we'll be back next week with more huge new autumn TV stuff, by the way. There's Woo-hoo. loads more on the way. Bye. Bye. Bye.